1: You're about to listen to a We Are LA Tech remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes.
2: I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Aiden Gold. I work for a biotech startup called eGenesis, doing investor relations. We're trying to solve the organ shortage. I'm based in Santa Monica. Yeah. So I've invested in companies from like the pre-seed stage all the way to like growth equity in the secondary market, like in the case for SpaceX and Carta. Like we bought like someone else's shares in like two degrees removed to get yeah. like spacex shares in terms of my personal check size like it's pretty small um usually we do spvs which are special purpose vehicles where like a bunch of investors pull money together and then we invest in the company
0: it's so cool that you even invested in spacex though like that's wild <laughs> I, th-
2: I think i think so yeah i think so <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one that's the-
0: wild <laughs> yeah
2: we'll we'll see
0: one recent thing that really inspired me, I don't know if you know her, the Call Her Daddy podcast with Alex Cooper. And she – it was just um, – I don't – I think I just it was watched like, her
2: episode on Colin Samir about her.
0: Oh, rad! Yeah, yeah I watched that one too. Yeah, yeah. she's So she's amazing and I think she's really brave and that's a whole – I would love to interview her one day. But like – so she went from essentially – more or less broke, like not, let's say she had a roof, but like didn't have money in 2018 to a $60 million deal just three years later, it's just your life can like dramatically just shift financially in all directions like Blockbuster. And so I think to, to say that we have, or to like assume that we have timelines is, is really illogical, I guess.
2: Yeah. Like the thing I would say on that, too, is like this idea of like being there is like a tough like like I I hear you because I feel like I got like I'm still fighting that of like if you can just get to a certain point. that There's like this destination that you arrive to where it's like the only destination is like we're in it like this is life like, you know, this is water. You can't just like keep running to like the grave not to be like morbid like this is it like enjoy it this is the journey like this is like what we're doing you know and that's something that i have to remind myself like every day like till like you're going to look back you know like 5 years 10 years from now and be like these were the good days you know yeah. cuz it was like in the moment and like just yeah. being appreciative of that and like like you said things can change in the second and, like, your life can, like, dramatically change for bad or good. So it's, like, might as well just be here now and, like, mm-hmm. take it for what it is. And I think, like, the like the last thing is, like, from Eddie from Dominate. I read one of his posts the other day. And he said, like, what would you do um, for the next 10 years if you knew um, you'd still fail? Um, and it's, like, if you love and it's like, if you love what you're doing and it's like, you're coming up on your 10 years, it sounds like in podcasting that's and,
0: crazy. And, and you're
2: still doing it and you're still passionate about it. Like, that's incredible. Like people, at least like from my perspective, if I found something that I was so passionate about yeah. that I could stick at it for yeah. nine years yeah. and just continue to do it, like to me, like that's like. That's beauty. Like that's like that's the point. Yeah. You know, to find something yeah. that like no matter what the external world puts on it, like yeah. you found something so internally to like your soul that you're like doing like that's like that's that's what everyone's searching for, you know? And it's like if you keep doing that, like I feel confident good things will come and like that's like what makes the world go round. It's like people just finding their like thing and just doing it. So
1: Totally. Hi, this is John King, I'm founder of Tap TAP is a product recommendation app. We're based in West Hollywood. I've recently been invited to the launch house and that was pretty cool. That was very cool, actually. It was a great experience at seeing how people are coming together here in the LA community in technology um, and, and, and also people who are just interested in understanding more about tech. I think that the opportunities here in LA are going to even grow further. Been a lot of talk about Miami and Austin and everything else, but I feel that the creative community has always been here since the Orange Grove days of L.A., where the studios came in and started this movie magic. And from there, it kind of grew into music. And now, as you have been aware of, I mean, L.A. went through a renaissance in terms of great eateries and restaurants in downtown l.a pre-covid and unfortunately COVID did destroy part of that community uh, and that capability but i think people are ready to bounce back and be more creative here in l.a and technology has a lot to do with our dna here so from aerospace we could see that that was technology there's great biotech uh community south of us and you know there's some great universities that surround us so there's no there's no rhyme or reason why la wouldn't be pretty high up on tech i mean we have snap in our backyard and we have a lot of wonderful uh tech companies that are here to stay
0: And before we move on can you tell us what is launch house because some people may not be familiar and i agree it's it's so cool
1: brett goldstein i believe is the gentleman's name that i got the invite from he runs launch house and i'm sure there may be a team i guess they find new cohorts of ambitious young tech startup founders and co-founders to kind of come in live and work in this house for a certain period of time. And from time to time, they have these wonderful events that they throw together that they invite a notable VC from the Valley to come down and visit and give a talk, along with sometimes a special uh, guest, usually a founder that they have funded that have been remarkably successful in their fundraise and in their company building.
0: Who's a person that you've come across lately? You mentioned Brett. Who comes to mind as someone who's really impressed you, a person or a company?
1: Wow. I mean, there's been quite a few because it's not easy to have survived COVID doing what we love doing. So there's not one particular one that comes to mind right away, but there's been several that I've met along the way. That are not only great human beings, but they've they've stuck it out and they've either pivoted or created something that is remarkable. And uh, it's always great to remember and you know your journey through these processes.
3: My name is Jay Kinga. I am a tramp wall and circus acrobat who's creating a business between circus and live performance and the connection between social media. I have 1.4 million followers on TikTok and I'm currently based in Tarzana. The first part is like I immersed myself in like studying it for probably a year and a half to two years before my big break on TikTok. So
0: you studied TikTok for not TikTok, the... okay. but
3: what is TikTok? It's psychology, so, uh, sociology, oh. it's marketing, it's advertising, it's these things that yeah. have been around for decades. You know, like this is not new. It's just a new platform. Right. But it's the same stuff just repeated and boiled down to even just a core essence, which is I think is why it's doing well. But I was on a circus contract where I had a lot of free time. It was a two-hour show. I had like a five minute act in the middle of it. So there's a bunch of time where I'm literally just sitting there. So I would consume books, I would consume podcasts on the matter. A lot of the any of the big marketing books that you've probably heard of, I've probably read, like I said, i've I've listened uh, read Malcolm Gladwell and a bunch of others. So a lot of those concepts came into play, mm-hmm. and I knew them ahead of time going into TikTok. So a lot of my strategies and decisions in the beginning were based on all of those things that I'd read about. So one thing, uh, for instance, right away that I would do that kind of touches on like the Victoria Paris. Um, of like getting a cult following or getting people to pay attention to you Right. is we at our group is really, really good at concocting a viral video. If you just want pure numbers, we've done it over and over again. We're pretty decent at it. It's always a chance, but at this point we're pretty good at it.
0: You know the formula. Yeah.
3: But getting those people to care, getting those people to be connected is a different story. Now, in the beginning, Uh, I was really intentional about, okay, we've got these videos that are getting millions of views. I need to make sure that I'm creating some videos that are going to get a 10th of that, a quarter of that, whatever. And they're going to eat it in terms of viewership, but they're going to make people know more about me. So I would post little creative videos that actually shared some of my other interests or just more of my personal history. So that way people lash on and like the fans that were just kind of very periphery like viewers became a little bit more fans and actually knew a bit more about my story. Like for instance, my teeth um, are messed up. And that was from an actual uh, diving accident when I was a kid, like in, in high school. And so I would share some of those things. So that way people actually knew more about me and latched on a little bit more. And like that balance is like really tricky. So those are some of the like intentional things that I was doing in the very beginning. A lot of it just comes down to like, not even research in terms of like formal, like I'm doing studies or I'm reading a book. Uh, Some of it's just about consuming content in an intentional way, right? Like if you're just sitting down to watch a movie and you just tune out and just like get sucked into the story, that's one thing. But if you're watching a movie and you're like, all right, where are the beats of this movie? What is the color grade for this movie? Why did they choose to have it more muted and blues rather than like a more sunny, like bright colors, What were the lines? like? How was the actor being presented? What are the characters? How are they playing off of each other? All of those things, I started really studying, not just in in movies, but in YouTube, in TikTok, everything. And each platform is different. Every platform has its own unique tastes that do well. So I've never been great at Instagram. It's a little too superficial. And at this point, it's too stratified for me to really experience a bunch of success on. TikTok was a lot more authentic and a lot more quirky.